Big that tomorrow. He tonight we ask that you bless everybody here in Jesus name and we pray tonight that our prayers will be answered our coming to church tonight will not be in vain you will answer us and we are going to have testimony thank you father in Jesus name we have prayed and the saints say believing amen please be seated God bless you thank you so much for coming you are blessed in Jesus' name. We are reading Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 4. That's what we are reading tonight. You know, we are in a month of harvest, and harvest means blessing. Second King chapter 13, verse 4. And he said unto him, Why thou? Oh, sorry, Second Samuel, not Second King. Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 4. Second Samuel chapter 13 verse 4. And he said unto him, Why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day? Will thou not tell me? And Amos said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother, Absalom's sister. Why are you leaning? Why do Christians suffer? He said, Why are you leaning day to day? Why do you look agad? Why are you not blessed? Why are you not having testimony? Junadab asked him. Junadab, his friend, asked him, Will you not tell me why are you leaning day to day and you are not looking refreshed? I pray that the Lord will bless you and you look refreshed in Jesus' name. You will not be agad in the name of Jesus. Third John chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in it, even as thy soul prospereth. What God is saying that his desire for you is that you prosper, you look well, well kept, blessed, 
so that everybody that look at you, they will not be qualified to pity you, rather they will envy you. And I pray beginning from tonight, you will live an enviable life. You will be well fed. The Lord will take care of you. Everything that represents your need tonight, the Lord will answer your prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will not be aghast in the name of Jesus. And you will not be frustrated in Jesus' name. The presence of the Lord will guide you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Why do Christians suffer? Because so many Christians are suffering. Number one reason why Christians are suffering. I'll give you five reasons why Christians suffer, even though they are praying. Number one is enchantment mentality. You have a mentality that somebody is doing you. Anytime you have this mentality, you become helpless. You feel that the devil is more powerful. There are some of you that things are not working in your life. And they are not working simply because you refuse to work them. Instead of accepting responsibility, you begin to now say to your neighbor, there is somebody that is doing you. In fact, most people don't know that every decision they make will determine their destiny. It is not a witch. It is not your stepmother. It's not somebody around your house. It is you. There's responsible most of the things that you are doing. Your future blessing will be determined by the decision that you make. Don't have an enchantment mentality. The Bible says there's no enchantment against Jacob. There's no divination against Israel. It shall be said of her by this time tomorrow, what has the Lord wrought? Number chapter 23, verse 22 to 23. No enchantment. Any God, God, anytime God sees you, you see that you are free from causes, from enchantment, from affliction. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He has been made a cause for us. So that the blessing of Abraham can become our possession. Because he has been made to the cross for your sake. Okay? Isaiah chapter 4, verse 17. This, for my emphasis sake, I'm laying this foundation. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 17 says, No weapon. This form against your life shall prosper. Every tongue that will rise up against you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is for me. So drop that enchantment mentality and think again. If things are not working, just think again. I say, no, nobody is doing me. Maybe I'm the one doing myself. I must do something. You know, I'm not taught that it was in love, but it was actually in loss. And the Bible says he was greatly first. He was sick. Not knowing that he was the one that was doing himself. We soon realize at the end of the story that after he has raped his sister, his eyes cleared. Nobody was doing him. He was the one that was doing himself. He fed himself with wrong information. And now ascribe his sickness to the devil. It is not the devil. It is you. What you feed yourself with will determine the kind of future you are going to have. The information that you feed yourself. If all the time you are reading pornographic pictures pornographic stories. You are reading things that we exercise your sexual hormone. Don't say somebody is doing you. Nobody is doing you. You are the one that is doing yourself. Run away from the appearance of evil. Enchantment mentality is what paralyzes so many Christians' life. If you have enchantment mentality, you will not even try at all because you think there is somebody that is doing you. But once you are free from enchantment mentality, you can be blessed. Number one reason why Christians suffer is enchantment mentality. One shame somebody is doing me. Let me tell your neighbor, nobody is doing you. Do yourself and help yourself. You know, a lot of you think that uh, the way you are behaving, or maybe you are misbehaving, is because somebody is behind it. Nobody is behind it. In fact, most thing that is behind it is the way you reason and think about life. That's what is affecting your life. And I pray that God will deliver you from every form of enchantment mentality in Jesus' name. Number two things that make Christians suffer is wrong association, wrong company. It is better for you to walk alone than to walk with wrong people. First Corinthians chapter 15 says, don't be deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manner. I would rather prefer to work with a rich man that will teach me how to be rich than to have friends that will create comfort around me and leave me poor. I know so many of you want comfort. You don't want prosperity. You choose wrong friends. And you now ask yourself, why am I suffering this suffering? You'll be influenced by your friend. We are living in the, in the world of influence. Your friend will just suggest things to you. And whether you like it or not, your life will be determined by the quality of people you choose as your friend. 
Friendship is by choice. It's not by force. Amnon was having a wrong notion. But yet, to make the matter worse, he chose a wrong friend. Look at verse, 30, verse 2 of 1 Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 13 verse 2. The Bible says, but Amnon had a bad friend. A very wicked friend. You know, at times you see a good leader, but they are having a bad friend around them. At times you see some students also here that look so decent, they come from a decent home, but they prefer to relate with a bad person. They know that that person is bad. Thinking that they are going to change the person. You can't change anybody. Friendship is by choice. Look at verse 3. Put on verse 3. Look at what the Bible says about his friend. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Simeon, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man, was a very crafty and wicked man. At times, if you want to know the kind of friend you should choose, watch the way they talk. The quality of a man's life is determined by the things that come out of his life. You know, at times when people have problems, you begin to ask them, why are they always having problems? It's because most of the time they choose wrong people as their best friend. When a wicked man is your friend, you cannot expect anything other than wickedness in your life. If you are going to succeed in life, you are going to choose somebody that is successful, that is doing well, that have a good heart. A good heart. A good friend. A good friend that will encourage you to do good things. Not a bad friend that will tell you, let us go and do evil. If you willingly choose somebody that will destroy you, you will suffer poverty in life and you will not go far in life. Choose a very wise friend. The Bible says, iron sharpened iron. So a man sharpened the countenance of his friend. A man helped his friend to reason better. When you are moving with somebody that is better than you, your life will become better. And as you are young now, choose good friend. Choose somebody that you will be willing to relate to in life. Don't choose somebody you will regret when you are 60. Ah, why did I meet this person? This person was a wicked person. Do you know that most people that drink and smoke, they were taught by their friend, not by their father. Even if you have a father that is a drunkard, a father that is a drunkard will not ask you, my son, come and lie out to drink. He, he will never want to do that. Even wicked father will not teach their children wicked things. But friend, don't care. They say, try it. It will not kill you. Now you are now a man. That's how friends influence you into good things. And there are some friends also that influence you into positive things. In Tobatin, there are some friends of that so good. They say, Why don't you do the investment? Why don't you build the house? Why they will put pressure on you. But you succeed. May the Lord give you wisdom to choose the right association in the name of Jesus. If you choose bad, you will end badly. And don't blame God. Don't blame God and say God is not prospering you. If you want to excel and do well, choose right now. Choose right association. And before you know it, you will succeed easily. And you'll be asking yourself, why do I succeed this way? I used to have a student, then under me in Overcoma. And he told me that his friend loved reading. That entered his room one day, and he discovered that he has folded his bed, that he sleep on a table. Then he asked himself, if this brother is sleeping on a table, what am I doing with my bed? He said he also folded his bed, and they are sleeping. Anytime they are reading, both of them are successful today. He said he learned the way he's living from his friend. I also had a friend who was my best man. I was his best man during his wedding. Anytime we are, he came from a very rich home. I've told this story. I came from a very poor home. But anytime we are going to buy things, I discover he will price and price and price again. You know, poor people have a way of flexing their ego. Even though they don't have money, but they will say, it doesn't matter now. But not Brother David do. And when we now say pay, after he has priced so well, he will now look for a corner to look for where his purse is. He's inside the drawers of his trouser. Ah! We say, why are you like this? Before he bring out the money, a problem. Then I discover also, anytime I travel with him, the first thing his father will ask him is that, how much money remains? They don't ask me that question in my house. They, nobody asks me how much is You are coming from school. What is the time wale? The father will ask him, you must bring something. The money that I gave you, how much is remain? He will now say, okay, 3,200 naira. The father will now say, yeah, take additional 10,000. That was why I learned that you must always bring credit forward. You must not be broke. I learned it from him. 
They were rich. On Sunday, there's a special delicacy. They have West organized family. Built house. Every beautiful things. But I discover behind that prosperity is a very great lesson that they have taught him. So I decided to copy it. I started learning negotiation. Rich people negotiate. They don't just buy things. They negotiate well. I learned it from him. They always have credit moving forward. They don't show their ego by spending anyhow. When you choose the right friend, they will influence you. Some of you may not believe me now, but at times, maybe five years time, you will know that you have copied the habit of your friend. So when you choose wisely, wise association, you will not suffer in life. I'm not suffer great losses if I handed up his life because he chose a wrong friend that advised him wrongly. Number three reason why Christians suffer in life is hypocrisy and lies. There is nothing that will finish you more than lying to yourself. Lying to God, lie to your friend. You can only fool people for some time. You can't fool them all the time. Very soon they will know that you're a liar. In fact, it is people that go and tell. He was actually lying when he was talking to you this way. When you are not honest, eventually you are deceiving yourself. Because before you know it, one day, one day, somebody will know that you're a liar. And you know there are so many believers that lie easily. They live a life of hypocrisy consistently. They are always looking for a way to cover their back record. To cover something. And you know, after you have lived that lie, lie will now become a lifestyle to you. Very soon, every one of us will know that you are a liar. And before you know it, people that you trust you will now desert you. That's one of the reasons why people suffer. You lie. He said, Jonathan told his friend, lie to your father that you are sick. You know, there are some people that are not sick. They will say they are sick. There are some people, their children are not sick. They say, it is this my son that is sick. There are some people that their father is not sick. They say, my father is sick. There are some people that their father is alive. They say, my father is dead. They are looking for a way of sympathy. They lie a lot. And before you know what is happening, they lie about everything about their life. And eventually they suffer. Let me tell you some people. Somebody called me yesterday. He said, sir, I have somebody that I want you to help. I said, okay, there's no problem. He said, he's a retired lecturer at uh, Elisha College of Education. Don't worry, sit down, please. Sit down. He's a retired, a retired lecturer at Elisha College of Education. And uh, he said, it's like one of these Christians that speak the truth about their age. That's why he retired early. I said, what do you expect? He said, ah, we should have a official age. <laughs> he said, you should have an official age that you have a real age. I say so. Is real H? How old is he? He's going to 70. So if you want to lie that he's 50, his body will tell. He will kill himself in the job. Yet he will kill yourself. Why will you be lying? Some people lie about their age, lie about their state of origin. Somebody, one of our neighbors has been trying admission for several times, and uh, he now decided to choose Union Show this last jam, and, and I wanted to help him. I said, come, how do I help you? Okay, bring your paper. I was actually trying to help. Then the father came and said, ah, how much change state of origin? I said, which one? He said, we have changed him to Quara, thinking that he would get admission in Unilone last year. Now, <laughs> he's doing jam this year. It's difficult for him to change back as Osho Indigi. That's how some people be able. They are looking for a job in Oyori. We say, Oyori Indigi. From Morilogo uh, local government. They say get an education. By the time they're about getting job, they say, Osho is recruiting. They say, ah, which one should I change to again? Ejibo, local government. So you are now confused at the time. You don't even know which state you belong to. Because your life is full of lies. And hypocrisy. Even in the church, people lie. Their mind is not with themselves. They are doing something and their mind is another thing else. They will lie. Hypocrisy is one of the reasons why people suffer. Even when God wants to help you, he does not know your address. <laughs> because you have changed faces several times. Try to be honest. Be yourself. Don't lie. Say, I want to get anything I want to get. Let me just lie. And get what I want to get. A lot of people lie a lot. Stop lying. Live an honest life. And see how the blessing of God will be coming to you.
I read uh, Proverbs 28 verse 20 last Sunday that says, A faithful man will abide with blessing. But a man that is hasty to be rich will be destroyed. When you are lying to get money, you, you end up destroying your life. You must be consistent. He that is faithful in small is faithful also in much. Luke chapter 16 verse 10. Learn to be a man of integrity. One of the reasons why Christians suffer is because of hypocrisy and lies. May you not become a liar in church in the name of Jesus. My friend, if you are finding out to be a Christian, it does not matter who you are, and people now discover that you are a liar, nobody will trust you again. No. And when nobody trusts you again, you lack your credibility and capital. We call it social capital. Everybody will be running away from you. They will not like to do business with you. And before, you, before long, everybody will know you are crafty. Once they know that you are crafty, uh, you can be sure you have a lot of trouble. Do you know there are some wives that cannot trust their husband? Because even to their wives, they lie. I don't want my wife to know my full salary. So you lie. You li- Why should you lie? Say, I think go one book. Some even lie to their children. They lie to their children. The one that has been paid, they say, one of God sees that there is no money with me. I don't have any money. And eventually, the wife gets to know, and they also lie. Can I also tell you here that even parents help their children to lie? We wanted to do my trick, and one parent was calling. I said, please, help me lie to the father when he called that the matric fee is uh, 5000 because they need to do here. I said, tell them they need to do here. Tell the father. He said, I have some good parody Parents, parents, teaching children how to lie. Parents, parents, teaching children how to lie. Behind every poverty is lie and hypocrisy. Once they discover, people will withdraw from you. Try as much as possible to live a simple life. Live an honest life. Live a simple and sincere life. Before you know what is happening, you'll be blessed. And may you be blessed wonderfully in Jesus' name. I said, I'm going to give you five. Number what now? Number four reason why Christians suffer is foolishness. A lot of people think that it's just prayer, prayer, prayer. They refuse to learn wisdom. They refuse to, to grow. They refuse to read book. They refuse to learn from order. They are just living in foolishness. The Bible says, a wise man see an evil coming and he avoided it. But a foolish man continue until it is destroyed. You need wisdom to live a good life. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. With everything you have in life, all your grammar, get wisdom. With all your getting, get understanding. Wisdom will lead to profiting. So you need it. My poor are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So if you don't understand anything, get wisdom. Don't say, eh, I will do whatever I want to do. Don't do things foolishly. Because foolishness will kill you and make you poor. They said there's an adage in Yoruba. They said this child is not wise. But the parents are praying. You are goloid. It is foolishness that kill people and make them poor. And I'm, I'm surprised at times that some people do not go to school. There you are intelligent. They are wise. And there are some people that have gone through school and they are still foolish. They are doing foolish things that people that do not go to school will never do. I learn a lot from all these elderly people when you meet them. They will talk wisdom. And you think, have they gone to the university? One time, while well, with my mother-in-law, blessed memory, and she said, there's something I want to tell you. Say, so, so, thing happened, so, so, thing happened. But mention the name of the person. He said, this person is not wise. I said, mama, what do you mean? He said, if I, I were to have a child like her, I will never reveal this thing to the person. So when you are wise, you know how to keep your money. An elderly woman without university degree. I was surprised. Watch all those people that do not go to school that have money. They will exhibit wisdom. Even that people with degree do not have. Wisdom is profitable to direct. What is wisdom? You must never hit all that you make. 
Because if you eat other, you make you will walk till you die. A day is coming, you will not be able to walk. There must be left over. That is the wisdom of the Bible. It is not that we are important. It does not matter how small your money is. You make up your mind. Okay, 2,000 will be saved. And if you don't have a saving, you don't have wisdom. That's what the Bible is saying. You must have something to save. Left over. Because there are emergencies that you don't plan for. You must have saving. Say, what I'm having is not enough. It's because it is not enough that you must have saving. Don't be a foolish person. I've told you that I learned that from my, my friend's father. If you always ask, what do you bring? The father is late. The mother is dead. He's alone now. If he refused to learn when they were telling him, now he'll be broke. You must always have something. You don't complain and say, it's because of the economy. It is not the economy. It's common sense that maybe we have saving. Because there's nothing you want in life that does not have alternative. There's nothing. If it is fish, there are about 10 types of fish. If this one is expensive, you go for the next one. Ah, what about meat? Different type. And if meat, you cannot buy me, you, you take more money. There are lot of alternative in life. So you should not be in bondage of anything. You must operate by wisdom. I must not exceed my income in spending. That is wisdom. Foolishness is what makes people poor. Foolishness is what makes people broke. Foolishness is what makes people borrow. Not lack of money. You know why? The Bible says anyone that is not working should not eat. Be on fasting. Biri biri. Okay, now say wait. Oh. Let him that steal, steal no more. So they may have something to give. In other words, you are not just working. He said let him work with his own hand to eat. Let him have something to give. So when you are working, you are working with the mentality that you are working more than what you can eat. There is a leftover. And give somebody. So every one of us, we are registered workers. It's not that we call prayer meeting on Monday. Where you should be in your office. Well, because prayer will not equate money. If you are not wise and you are praying, you still be poor. Somebody said something that really challenged me. He said the size of your church does not determine your prosperity. He said if you like, join redeem. Join winner. You can be winner and still be poor. Everybody is winning, but you are not winning. It's not the size of church. It is common sense that make people rich. You are working consistently. You are making income. Because you don't have any reason to shake around you have a work. If you don't have a work and you are clapping your hand, you should be on fasting. That's what the Bible says. You must be wise. And if you are wise, you will make your parents happy. You will make the church of God happy. You will make the nation proud. Wisdom is profitable for all things. So you must be wise. Number four reason why Christians suffer is lack of wisdom. So that's why wisdom is a constant prayer request. I pray for it all the time. Lord, give me wisdom. Solomon prayed for wisdom. And Solomon was the richest king that ever lived. He prayed, Lord, I need wisdom. And the Lord gave him. Gave him abundant. And you know what happened? He became the richest person. He was the wisest, so he was the richest. So there's correlation between wisdom and riches. So you need to be wise. You need to be wise. You see some Christians today, the way they are operating their life, it's not wise. You see, that's why they are always running etas getter. They are not wise. I've said it. Let me also say it here. In the priority of life, God is number one. Watch me very well. Oh. Your family. Their family is number two. Because the Bible says anyone that cannot take care of his family, he has denied the faith. It's worse than any faith there. Then number three is the church. Not the other way around. No, because some people they will just say it is the church that is using me. The church should not use you. Be useful to your family. That's what the Bible says. If you are peaceful, the church will be peaceful. Have you not heard that anyone that cannot take care of his family is worse than an infidel? He has denied the faith. So your family is important. So take care of them. Are you listening to me now? Don't be a foolish person. Somebody told me I am stranded. I said, why should you be stranded? One of them is say in the church that I attend, 
They asked me, to, they levy me for 20,000. I said, they have killed you now. If they levy you, how much are you earning? And you see, I just want to. I said, you see now. You are operating because people are operating that way. But you know your income, except you want to steal. Shouldn't allow anybody to. And don't do business that will put you in trouble. Be wise. Any business without a product is not business. You must know the product. That's why some people fall into MMM. And they are selling gold. They are selling forex. That any business that does not involve a product that you can exchange. There are two ways to get money. Products and services. Is that you a consultant? Somebody is hiring you. Or you are selling something. Any business outside this is a, you are trying to make money by fast uh, mode. And eventually you'll be poor. That means you are foolish. And if you have been duped before, nobody will be able to dupe you again in Jesus' name. Be wise and be in the school of wisdom. Love wisdom. Love, there is nothing more important in your life more than wisdom. Always read something that will improve your life, improve your wisdom. Always be interested in discussion that improve your wisdom level. Don't join Chelsea or join Liverpool that we don't add anything to you. Join Wisdom Club that we add a lot of things to you. And if you are listening to something, let it be something that is adding wisdom to your life. I pray you will not be a foolish child in Jesus' name. In fact, Jesus said that they said that is this, is that. He said, but wisdom is seen of our children. May wisdom be seen in you. May your parents be happy because you are wise. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say, believing, amen. The last reason why Christians suffer is wickedness and laziness. So there are so many people because they are born again, they think it's a license for them to be lazy. If you are lazy and wicked, you'll be poor. I need to tell you tonight. If you are wicked, you'll be poor. Money moves in the frequency of kindness and hard work. If you want to be rich and be blessed, you must be somebody that is willing to give giveaways. People love somebody that is a giver. They love them. And they love someone that is hardworking. If you're a hardworking person, giving will be easy for you. If you are lazy, you'll be stingy. You'll be stingy. And if you are lazy, the Bible says you are wicked. In Matthew chapter 25, beginning from verse 10, when he gave them talent, the only unprofitable servant is said to him, you are wicked and lazy. Say, because you did not work with what I've given you. It's only wicked people that we have opportunity and you used to work. They say, okay, what do I eat that I should be working? I'm not working. The Bible calls you wicked. If you are not working, you are wicked. The reason why people are not working today or they are not working well is because they have a wicked spirit. And may the Lord deliver us from people that have wicked spirits. Are you saying amen very well? Amen. Whosoever you are working for, be kind to the person and work with your heart. Work. Be nice. Work. When you work that way, your reward will come. And be hard working. Put in your best. And work as if you are working for free. Don't be wicked. When he gave them talent in Matthew 25, they never knew that he's going to give them even the return with the original capital. They never knew. The first man that he gave five, work with his own. He worked with his own. If another man he gave to, he worked with his own and they were willing to return it. The one he gave one said, eh, eh, no, I'm going to hide it on the ground. Then he which I received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. Put on verse 25. Verse 25 to 26. And I was afraid and I went and hid thy talent in the heart. Lo, there thou as that is thine. Verse 26. Look at verse 26. And his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and lazy, slothful means lazy, slothful servant, thou needs that I reap where I sow not and gather where I have not so strawed. Verse 27. We are going to 29. Put, put verse 27 quickly. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers and then at my coming I shall have received my own with insulin. Look at it. When you are kind, idea will be coming to you. When you are wicked, even where you are working, you will not receive fresh idea to hard additional value. It is when you are kind, you will say, what can I do to make this job better? What can I do to hard value? 
you must be kind. Verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. Why? Verse 29. For unto everyone that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. May the Lord give you abundance. Abundance means harvest. And but from him that hath not shall be taken away from that which he hath. You know, some people come to the school and they said, Shabby, I'm paying a hostel fee. Let me break the pipe. Let me break the chair. Let me destroy these things. When you destroy things like that, it may not even be this school, it could be another place. When you destroy things, you are showing the spirit of wickedness. Invariably, you'll be poor in life without knowing. You are showing a seed of poverty. But when you see something that is getting spoiled and you try as much as possible to repair it, heaven is watching you. That's one. Somebody also is watching you that you have a good spirit. And they say, ah, that person is nice. I saw him the other day. He was trying to help. And before you know it, they will open doors for you. Try as much as possible to be kind and hardworking. Because to him that have, you must strive to have. Don't be people that will be in the church and say, I don't have. I don't have. Anytime they send it to you, I don't have. It's because you are not working hard enough. Try as much as people to have. The Bible says those people that have, they will have abundance. Those people that are complaining that they don't have because they are wicked and lazy. Even that thing that they have will be taken away from them. So you must not be comfortable with poverty, which I have not. I don't have. Because there is opportunity for you. You know, when you see a kind man, a kind man is kind even to his own animal. A wicked man is wicked even to his own friend. They saw his kid the other day. Somebody was planning a wedding and his friend was trying to poison her. And he was rejoicing with her officially. But he brought out a substance to poison the person. And somebody was watching and changed the cup. And she drank the poison and was confessing later, I'm sorry, I was envious. Behind every evil that you see in society is wickedness and laziness. People are wicked. They see somebody succeeding. They are trying to pull them down. And the one that sees in secret, he knows the intent of your heart. He will give you your reward accordingly. Be kind. Say, if I'm kind, nobody will appreciate it. Wait and see how God will appreciate your heart of kindness. How he's going to reward you. You are working for an organization that does not reward you. Still be kind. There is a God in heaven that rewards every act of kindness that you are showing to other people. And when you abstain from all these things that make people poor, you will definitely be rich. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, help me to be kind and hardworking. I will not be wicked. I receive grace to be a kind person. Grace for kindness. Grace for kindness. Grace for kindness. And to have the spirit of industry. Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. I will not be a destroyer. I will be a builder. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to be a contributor, not a minus. In the name of Jesus. Grace to be kind. Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. I will not be wicked. I will not be wicked. I will not repay good with evil. Lord, I will even repay evil with good. In the name of Jesus. Grace to be kind and to be hardworking. I receive it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, baptize me with necessary wisdom that will make me rich and worthy. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Say, Lord, baptize me with wisdom. I need wisdom. Wisdom from Jesus. Wisdom that will make me an established person. I don't want to be foolish in life. Wisdom that will help me to take the right decision. Lord, give it to me. You need to pray for wisdom so that God can help you. Lord, give me wisdom to live a good life and a profitable life in the name of Jesus. I need wisdom every day. Wisdom to relate. 
wisdom to take the right decision. Lord, give it to me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Let's do it again. Raise your two hands to heaven. I receive grace for integrity. I'm plainless. I will not deceive people and I will not deceive myself. I receive grace to be plain in the name of Jesus. Grace for integrity. Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. I refuse to be a liar. I am a born again child of God. I will speak the truth at all time by the grace of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to be truthful to people. I will not lie in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Say the loudest, Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible says the integrity of a believer will deliver him. When you are sincere, God will deliver you. God will do what? God will do what? God will deliver you. But when you are not sincere and you are wayward, eventually you will marry a wayward person like you. But when you are a man of integrity, a man that is sincere, you will discover that God himself will save you from every evil. People will want to dupe you. But because you are a sincere person, you are a genuine person, God will save you from that evil. The integrity of the upright will deliver him. Somebody came to me and he was giving me a, a proposal. And I said, but I think you should do this and do this because this will help you in future. I was advising him sincerely. And I never know that he was coming with intention of duping me. But because I have a sincere mind towards his future, he could not dupe me. He said, Baba, you must shake back. And I never knew he was planning to dupe me. But I was saying, but don't you know that your future is more important? Don't you know that this thing is important? Don't you know that is important? And because I was sincere in my heart towards him, he could not dupe me. Because I was thinking about his future. Most of the time, when you are sincere, you know when people want to dupe you, if you give them three days interval, they will lie ten times. They will lie. Ah, I need money now. I want to pay for my shop. I need money. It's okay. Okay. Give me some time. In the next three days, sorry, I need, uh, I'm leaving that shop. I want to start another business. He said, the shop that you want to pay for yesterday, you want to start another business now. When people want to dupe you, they will try every other means. They will lie and lie and lie again. And do you know there are believers like that, speaking in tongue, but they are full of lies. They lie to this one. Lie to that one. When they want to borrow, they lie here. When they move to another place, they lie here. May the Lord give you spirit of integrity and sincerity. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to be honest at all times. I will not lie because of money. I will not lie because of favor. I receive grace to be a sincere Christian, not a man of hypocrisy. There are some people that have been in church for so many years, but they are full of lies. Nobody can trust them. You cannot even trust them with position or with money because they are liars. Lord, I receive grace to be a man of integrity, honesty, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. We are praying five prayer. The fourth prayer is that any wrong association that will lead me to poverty. Me, I hate poverty. I don't know about you. Any wrong association that will lead me to poverty. Lord, separate me from that association in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Every wrong influence in my life that will lead me to poverty. Take me back to Egypt. Lord, separate me from church friendship. Any wrong association that will destroy my life. Lord, separate me from that friendship in the name of Jesus. Every wrong friendship that will destroy... Open your mouth and pray. Pray for your future. Every wrong... It doesn't matter how tight the closeness. If that relationship will be destructive, Lord, separate me from that relationship. It's better to walk alone than to walk with somebody that will destroy your life. Lord, any wrong association, wrong friend. Some of you, you just pick friend without even praying. Every wrong association that will destroy my future, my destiny. Liars. They will pretend as your friend, but they are your enemy in, in between. Every wrong association that will destroy my future and glory and destiny. Lord, separate me from such association. Pray for yourself. You are, praying for, you are not praying for me. You are praying for yourself. Every, every association that will take me to poverty. 
Lord, separate me. They will pretend as if they love you, but they are seeking their pocket. Lord, separate me from that kind of friendship. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, the, the last one is that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, no arrow formed against me shall prosper. Every mouth against me, I condemn it in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and speak. There's no enchantment against me. There's no divination against me. There's no attack against me. Every negative thing will not work in my life in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. No arrow form against me shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Are you praying very well? Some people think that they can manipulate you. Nobody can manipulate my life. No arrow of the devil form against me shall prosper in the name of Jesus. There is no enchantment against me that will work. Every arrow back to sender. Go ahead and pray very well. Every arrow of the devil back to sender in the name of Jesus. I will not see any evil. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my strength. In the mighty name of Jesus. No evil arrow against me will work. It, open your mouth and pray. Wherever they pray any evil against me. Back to sender. There is no enchantment against me. There is no divination that will work. In the name of Jesus. No arrow form against any of my children will work. In the name of Jesus. And I condemn every negative talk, every negative word, every enchantment against my children, against my life, against my family. In the mighty name of Jesus, my righteousness is from the Lord. No evil arrow against me will work. No enchantment mentality. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. He has been made a curse for me. In the name of Jesus, whatever I lay my hand upon will work. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. In the name of Jesus. My step are ordered by the Lord. I will not weep the weeping of sorrow. There is no arrow of the enemy. Some of you are not even praying at all. No enchantment. No enchantment. No divination. No prophecy of sorcerers. No witchcraft will work against me. Every evil arrow back to sender, back to sender in the name of Jesus. Back to sender, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No enchantments. I am in charge here. I am in charge here. I am in charge here in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I am in charge. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob. That is number 2023. Neither is there any divination against Israel. According to this time, it shall be said of Jacob and Israel, what has the Lord wrought? Every day of your life, you will swim in testimony. Amen. To the surprise of your enemy, you will always hear good news. Amen. No single sorrow will enter your family. Amen. If you believe, say the righteous man, Amen. amen. Please raise your hand to heaven. Say, surely, surely there is no enchantment against me. There is no divination against me. Every day of my life, I will have testimony to share in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray it. The tira will not work against me. What they call immune will not work against me. Witchcrafting will not be able to manipulate me. Back to sender. Every evil thought, every evil arrow, every attack of the enemy against my life. I say back to sender. In the name of Jesus. No arrow from against me shall prosper. No enchantment. No divination. In the name of Jesus. No wickedness of the enemy will prevail over my life. Every day of my life, I will share testimony in the name of Jesus. I will share testimony at all time in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
Every negative word against you is turned to your blessing. As they are abusing you, it will turn to your blessing. As they are criticizing you, it will turn to your promotion. Every arrow, every evil wishes against you back to sender. In the midst of your enemy, the Lord will raise a table before you and you enjoy your life. In the name of Jesus, your enemy will pity themselves. You will be happy with your life. Every day throughout this year, you will be smiling forever. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy upon you tonight, you will not suffer. You will not look haggard. Your enemy will not prevail over you. Your enemy will not rejoice over you. This year, you will not sorrow. In the name of Jesus, every evil plan of the enemy concerning you back to sender. Wherever they are planning it, Lord, frustrate them in Jesus' name. Say amen three times. This year, you are not permitted to bury anyone. Why? Because you are not under enchantment. Everything that you have will live and they will live well. You will not be involved in a mortal accident. No disaster will befall you. The God of grace will preserve you. And preserve your loved ones. In the name of Jesus. Can I tell you something? Under the New Testament, God does not test anyone with evil. God will not test with sickness. He will not test with accident. But God will command his good blessing to rest upon your life. New, new things will be happening in your life. If you believe, say amen three times. Anytime you wake up, say no enchantment against me. I will live my life the way I want it. I will have blessing all the days of my life. My enemies are helpless. There is nothing that they do against me that will work. Hallelujah. Anyone that writes any bad thing concerning you will suffer for it. In the name of Jesus. That is the prayer we are praying tonight. When you are in charge, you are in charge. So we are going to take the Holy Communion tonight. And you are going to say, Lord, I'm in charge. I must have testimony at all times. And the Lord will do it for you in Jesus' name.